0: Hey, it's Misty and Liz. We're two women who don't know shit about literature, but we love to hang out and talk about the
1: books we've read. And everything else on our minds. So get cozy, grab a drink, and let's get started. Hey, what's Hi. up? what's up? Do you, are you a mood reader or mm-hmm. do you have like a list of things that you want to read and you kind of go, I mean, podcast aside, before mm-hmm. we did this and we like have to do what we're doing, how did you like to read? You just kind of like, What?
0: I read, I guess kind of based on how on like my mood. Moody reader? Yeah, but I always had like a list going in the back of my mind. Okay, so kind of a little bit of both. Yeah.
1: I've seen a lot of people, I mean we talked about this before, I'm on like Bookstagram a lot. A lot of people say that they want to read, like they'll say, oh I'll read four books this month. Two of them are going to be these specific books and the other two is just kind of how I feel. Okay. Which I feel like that's kind of a good mix. People read four books a month? Girl, mm-hmm. you should have seen at the end of the year people's book oh, wrap yeah? up. Oh yeah, people were reading like 100 books a hundred a books a year, and I'm like, I'm a, I guess I'm kind of a slow reader. And we have to do the podcast, so you know, we could, we read a book for a week, but then I have to gather my thoughts on it and stuff. So I feel like it maybe takes me a little bit longer, right? We we don't have to like do all that, and then I've got to do podcast stuff and edit, and that takes some time. So my reading has definitely gone down since we started the reading podcast. Yeah. But I think even before then, like, two books a month to me was sufficient. Yeah, two was pretty much
0: about – that's where I was capped at. Right. Because I don't always have time, and I'll pick it up and put it down. And some some – you know, some nights are more free than others or you know. Yeah. It just really depends on, like, the pace that I'm going in my life. If I can, like, devote time or, or, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah. Which I can say both of us are kind of in a busy season of our lives where our kids are all over the place. Mm-hmm. And, like, we've got a lot going on, like, you know, in our work lives and stuff. So we're both kind of busy there. Uh, I really like to read more. I just don't always get around to it.
0: No, I would love to read more. I would love to go back to, to, read, like, to reading how I used to read. But... I don't think I, I would have to get rid of my kids at home.
1: Yes. So whenever we are like empty nesters, we will read more. Yes. That's when it. I retire. Yes. I'll do it then. With our retirement goals. Yeah. So I have found though that whenever it's cooler weather outside, I'm super into like mystery suspense thriller. Oh. Like I don't really care about that whenever it's hot outside, which I mean, given the freaking... Christmas, New Year. I had on shorts at New Year's. I think most people did. And we had a fire and it was so fucking hot. <laughs> yes. And then like the next day it was
0: like 28.
1: I know I woke up and it was like 70 something and we just watched the thermometer just go down and, you know, because we have a thermometer.
0: Right. A thermometer. Thermostat? Mm-hmm.
1: Thermom Temperature reading. What's it called? Where? It Outside? Yeah.
0: A thermometer? Oh, well, that's the thing that goes in your mouth. That too. They're both thermometers? <laughs> Isn't, aren't they? Who knows? A temperature gauge? What does the temperature say? Temperature. We watch
1: the temperature gauge. go down. Let's okay. just
0: say that. Okay. That sounds better. Anyway, we
1: started watching this Netflix show. You probably saw it. It's one of the top tens on Netflix called Stay Close. Hmm. And it's, it says Harlan Coben's Stay Close. I don't and think I have. It's based on his book. I hadn't heard of the book before. We started watching the show and it's it's really good. Like murder, mystery, what's going on here. It's kind of confusing, which I kind of like in a, in a thriller, you know. Right,
0: right. Because you want it to be confusing. Well, you know, <laughs> twists
1: and turns and then you yeah. want that,
0: oh, oh, I'm so stupid.
1: This goes with this and this goes yeah. with that type thing. So it's pretty good. We're like, I think there's only like eight episodes. We're probably on like six or so. I haven't seen it. I'm looking into it. And they're like, I don't know, an hour long each. I can do an hour-long episode way better than I can do, like, a movie. Oh, God, yeah. So it's, oh, like, absolutely. eight hours total, but I'll watch that faster than I'll watch a movie. I
0: watched an episode of something not too long ago that was an hour long, and it's – no lie, it took me three days to get through it, just because I would, like, start when I was wa- when I was folding clothes, and then I'd finish, and I'd walk off, and then I'd stop mm-hmm. it, and then I'd start when I got in bed, and then I'd stop it. You know, like, it was just – Same. I knew yeah. the same.
1: So – because it's been a little cooler outside. I read a couple mystery thrillers. One of them I actually read in October. But I think that the point of, like, suspense thriller type book is that it's going to have twists and turns. And you want to be surprised. hmm So, kind of hard to feature on the podcast because, like, we're going to give it a alert. Yeah. Exactly. So... I've read two now, and I was like, "Well, let me just put them together, and like a it'll it'll make a small episode if I put them together." Okay, wouldn't be good by itself. So I read *The Wrong Family* by Taryn Fisher.
0: Do Ooh. you know who she is? No. Do I uh, should I? Because her name sounds familiar.
1: Mm, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, she has let's see, she has ten novels, including *Fuck Marriage*, *The Opportunist*, *Dirty mm-hmm. Red*, *The Wives*. Um, she's a New York times and USA today, bestselling author. So, I mean, she's a legit, she's legit. Okay. I don't know a whole lot of authors names before we started doing this. I guess I just never paid attention to the author. I was just like, you know, that book, the title of the book.
0: Right. And I would know the cover more than anything. Always (laughs) know
1: the cover. I think that I read this book based on a post from at bookmarked by Aaron, but this was before I started saving now on our Instagram, we have a little saved section for like content. Stories, okay. Yeah. Should we read this? Which actually, on should we read this? There's one called Sex Cult None. and I saved it for you. Oh, because that sounds like something that you would want. To Absolutely. Read. <laughs> so I think that's that's who I got this this recommendation from. But Taryn Fisher has she seems really fucking cool. Like she seems oh. like she would be really fun to party with. Like she seems awesome. But she has a series, um, a series called Never Never. That was a collaboration with her supposed bestie, Colleen Hoover. OK.
0: We're, we you, literally just talked about her. You just, just now. brought
1: her up. And I was like, how fucking weird that she's bringing up Colleen Hoover. Because like, <laughs> I'm about to bring her up.
0: Right. Ah. Which Colleen Hoover book
1: do you, are you, like, have you seen the most?
0: It ends with us.
1: I think maybe November 9th was really popular on November 9th.
0: Oh, well. Makes sense. Yeah.
1: A lot of people had that book posed with like those little date candles that I got you for your birthday. Oh, yeah. The November um, I candle. P.S.
0: I love my date candle. I'd burn it a lot. Yay. I didn't really want to drag Colleen Hoover into
1: this because it's about Taryn. Right. But she does have a collaboration with her. So I was like, okay. okay. Well, that's fine. She lives in Seattle, Washington with her children, husband, and psychotic husky. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everyone I know is like, what's that dog's, that husky's, moon, moon? Which one? You know that moon moon dog I send you pictures. Oh yeah, he's a yeah. Husky and he's like roll bomb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it made me. It made me laugh. I love huskies. Uh, her website says "Write or Die." Taryn Fisher, oh. "Write or Die." <laughs> <gasps> oh my god, I love it. No, isn't that so? I funny? love it. Um, okay, so a little bit about the book. Now I'm just gonna give you like brief into it because you know pretty soon twists and turns start happening and I really don't want to give those away because that just takes away all the fun of the book but it's about this couple Nigel and Winnie Crouch and they just seem to have like the perfect life they've got a a teenage son named Samuel they've got like a really nice house they've got good jobs they just seem to kind of have it all and this woman Juno who is a retired therapist kind of down in her luck decides to move in with them And finds out they aren't as perfect as she thought that they were. Mm. Like, she overhears a conversation, like, a super cryptic-sounding conversation. And she kind of puts together what she thinks happened. And she decides that, like, this is an injustice that must be righted. You know, like, we've got to fix this. So she gets, like, super involved, like, unbeknownst to the crouches. Like, they don't know what's going on. She gets, like, really involved, sneaking around behind their backs and causing, like, all sorts of problems. It's told from Winnie's perspective and Juno's perspective. So it's multiple point of views and you get Juno's backstory as well as Winnie's backstory and kind of like, you know, how that comes to play with what's happening now. And it all kind of comes to a head one night. Mm. So I was trying to think, I feel like I'm really hard on thrillers. Really? Yeah, like. The whole time, it's like, you know, when you watch a scary movie and you're like, why are you running up the stairs? Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? I feel like I do that whenever I'm reading thrillers. Like, oh, well, that's stupid. Like, why why wouldn't you just do this instead? Or like, why are you doing this?
0: You judge them?
1: Like, so much. So hard. I'm judging the characters. Like, what "What are you doing that, you fucking (laughs) dumbass? Like, you know what I mean? Or like, oh, that was really smart. Like, I wouldn't have thought of that. That Like, well done. (laughs) Like, they're real people, you know? Right, right. So I couldn't decide if I wanted to give this book three stars or four stars, but I can say that it was definitely, I listened to it. So I was going to say page turner, but like I didn't turn any pages. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I was like, okay, well, what chores can I do? Like I need to,
0: like, I want to vacuum.
1: Like what am I going to do so that I can listen to this book? I think I ended up taking down Halloween decorations and I'm like, nobody disturb me.
0: (laughs) Nobody join me or help.
1: I've got 700 bats to take down (laughs) off the wall or something, you know, so like. People would come talk to me, and I'm like, shh,
0: I can't hear you. I can't hear you.
1: (laughs) Busy. So it was definitely a a page turner. What I didn't really like about it was that Winnie Crouch, I've I've seen this a lot in thrillers. I feel like sometimes the main character, like Mm -hmm. feminine main character, is super controlling. And like, Uh, you know what I mean? Like,
0: really wants to prove
1: themselves. Yeah. And the men are just kind of like, well, you know, whatever you say. Like, get along (laughs) to get along type (laughs) things. Uh And, like, you know, I would just like it better if maybe they would, like, let their husbands, you know, do what he wants for once. Or, you know, like, you don't have to control every aspect of everything that's happening. That's really stressful for me as a reader or whatever. You (laughs) need to control everything. (laughs) Right. Right. It's probably really stressful for you, too. So that's the only part that I really just didn't like. And then the ending was somewhat satisfying.
0: I like a happy ending. Yeah. I like – yeah. I mean, I like a happy ending. I like an ending that feels resolved. And this was definitely resolved. It wasn't like, the happy
1: ending that I would have wished for, but the ending that worked for this book. It wasn't altogether horrible, mm-hmm. but it could have been better. Right. Like it could have ended happier, but it was yeah. great for this book. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it right. worked for the book. So anyway, that was The Wrong Family by Taryn Fisher. Definitely. Go- definitely. Definitely. Check it out. <laughs> Definitely go follow her on Instagram. She's, I think she just finished another book. Cause she posted a picture of her and like her husband and her friends in the hot tub, you know, oh, drinking Sharon. champagne. Oh, like So I was like, oh, I want to be there. I like, what are y'all doing? What book did you finish? Like, how, tell me your process. Please. I want to know. How I do you write love, a book?
0: I would love to know the process of writing a book. Literally.
1: And then a book that I, that I listened to this week, actually, I finished it last night. I listened to this book and I read this book. So oh. I had, it was available on Libby, the um, free library app for the audiobook and the regular book. So I downloaded both. So sometimes if I'm like laying in bed and my husband's watching TV, I'll read. But then as I'm like driving or something, I'll pick up where I left off. Oh, that's listen. cool. Yeah. This one was the girl that I bought your sweatshirt from at Heidi Reads a Lot. Uh, yes. This one, she posted this as one of her favorite reads of 2021. Um, did I say it was called Leave the World Behind by Ruman Allum?
0: Okay. No, you didn't.
1: Alam. Oh. I am butchering your name, sir.
0: (laughs) Poor I think that he
1: said his parents were born in Bangladesh, and I don't – I don't know how to pronounce that. (laughs) So sorry. (laughs) You try. I try. Heidi Reads A Lot posted, like, all of her favorite books of 2021. It was such a cute little post, and – this was the only one that was available like right now on mm-hmm. Libby. So I was just like, okay, let me, I need a book this week. So let me, let me get this one. It worked out great. So a little bit about the author, Mr. Alam. <laughs> he lives in New York and he's written two other books, rich and pretty and that kind of mother. He's also written a bunch of stuff for the Washington post, the New Yorker, the new Republic, Buzzfeed, Epicurious. Like he's Ooh. written a bunch of stuff. So if you go to his website, He's got, like, a list of all his articles, and it's, like, you can scroll and scroll and scroll forever. Like, he's pretty into it. And then he had a section of his website called Current Enthusiasms, and I thought it it made me smile. It was so cute. It's, like, pineapple upside down cake. Murder She Wrote, though it's really hard to find those these days, which is a terrible disappointment. (laughs) Swan Lake. Oh. So I thought it was so cute, and it was, like, a really long section of just, like, things that he likes. That's, I like that. I know. I like that, too. And I always think that I don't have like a thing, you know, like now we, we do the podcast and so mm-hmm. this is kind of like our thing, but like my brother-in-law is really into superheroes and he's got like really nice superhero statues. Yeah. And statues? The, he has statues. Okay. Statues. He got a Loki statue for Christmas. He's showed it to me this weekend. He was so excited about it. <laughs> and then like my sister-in-law is really into Star Wars. So she has like a bunch of Star Wars stuff and I'm always like, I just, I don't,
0: I don't care. have a thing. Yeah, like I don't, I don't have a thing. I don't
1: yeah. care about things that much.
0: No, yeah, I care about a bunch of stuff, but not like one thing a lot. Right. So I really liked his current
1: enthusiasms because, like, I like pineapple upside down cake. Love like, it. I like shows on Netflix. You know, like mm-hmm. it's just a list of things that I like, just things that make me happy. Right. So I was like, oh, I love this. And the Swan Lake I thought was interesting because the Swan Lake made made an appearance in the book that I read. So okay. I was it's like, it's oh, that much. Okay. It's cute. It's cool whenever you can like connect fact and fiction right together and be like, oh, well, this is why that's there. You yeah. know, I thought that was pretty cool. Okay, so the book, Leave the World Behind, right off the bat, I found the writing style kind of pretentious and Ooh. cold. I didn't like it. Didn't like that's it. That's interesting. I almost put the book down because I didn't like it at all. I feel like I should mention, though, that I read one of his articles from Bon Appetit called A Story of a Young Romance, A Bull of bar peanuts and a plastic bottle of whiskey and his writing was completely charming (laughs) it was amazing this person he sounded like the most interesting person ever like if you you know went to a hotel bar and you happened to sit next to him Mm -hmm. that you could sit there for a week and talk to him because he sounded like he was so fun and cool and nice and so i was like this this Writing does not match, but by the end of the book, I actually really appreciated his tone, and I okay. kind of understood. Like it, it made the book work. So another thing that was nice was the narrator of the audiobook was Marin Ireland. She was phenomenal. Really, she was so good. And that's like make or break the when you listen to a book. So good. So she's also narrated. A bunch of other popular books, kind of like Julia Whalen. Um, she did The Lincoln Highway by Amore Towles. That one, I think, was a book of the month pick. Okay. So I've seen that one all over Bookstagram. Wish You Were Here by Jodie P. Colt. hmm Cloud Cuckoo Land, which is like, ugh, I really want to read that book. It's by Anthony Doerr. And then she narrated Anxious People by Frederick Backman, which is actually a Netflix limited series now, and I really want to watch that, that one. That sounds
0: – I think I've seen that.
1: Yeah, it's kind of, like, got, like, shaky, almost like Ray Dunn letters. Yeah. It says Anx- yeah. anxious people. I mean, she's she's narrated a lot more books than that, but those were, like, the most popular ones that I recognize. So as soon as I get done with Stay Close, I think I'm going to switch over to um, anxious people because I've been wanting to watch that. All right, so the premise of the book is Amanda and Clay are on vacation with their teenage kids, Archie and Rose, and they live in New York and they head to the country, which I thought was so funny because, like, we lived in the country, we live in the country, country, Qu- quite a quote. and we would, like, head to New York for vacation. Right. It's funny, like, grass is greener.
0: Right. Well, I think people, when you live in New York, I, I feel like they like, get away for the weekend or like the summer. That's where they go to, like, a quiet place. Yeah, they go to the Hamptons. Yeah. This was
1: near the Hamptons, but not in the Hamptons. I think they said like an hour away. Okay. Something like that. Anyway, so they rent a house with lots of land, a pool, and a hot tub. That's like their vacation, which is funny to me because like that's how our friends live. They have a house in the country with a pool. Right. And like that's their life. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah. And this is these people's vacation. Like they go to the beach one day. They stop at Starbucks. They go get like groceries. You know, just like regular kind of just... Being together, spending time with your kids before they're grown up and Mm -hmm. just spending time together. No work, no school, whatever. They didn't even get, like, internet very great. But the vacation facade is broken when the owners of the house, George and Ruth Washington. Yes, George Washington. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Show up. They also live in the city. They live on, like, the 14th floor of a building. There was a blackout in the city. And honestly, they just got fucking scared of shit. And they just, like, left. So they didn't, they're also older. They couldn't mm-hmm. walk up the 14 floors or whatever. I mean, they're sure they could have, but it would take them forever. They just decided, you know what? This is scary. Let's get out of the city, which I can imagine New York City, completely black, would be terrifying. terrifying. Oh, absolutely. Terrifying. Like, everyone would have to be walking around with, like, their flashlights. Of course, my phone wouldn't be charged. Oh, yeah. So I would be, like, already on <laughs> 7%. A line. yeah. <laughs> they show up late one night, knock on the door, and they're like, listen, um, this is our house. And there's a blackout in the city, like, we need to stay here. And Amanda's not happy about this. She's kind of another one of those, like, controlling types, like in the Taryn Fisher book. Mm -hmm. She's not as bad as Winnie Crouch, but a little controlling. The rest of the story is only about two more days, and it's a little slow at times, but it kind of helps you relate to what's going on. So, like, at first they're trying to figure out, is this an emergency? Is this... Is there even something yeah. going on? Right. You know, like, are y'all overreacting? Like, she, Amanda feels like she's kind of being conned, you know? Like, mm-hmm. do you even own the house? Like, <laughs> what's going on here? So they're trying to figure out if there even is an emergency and what's happening. And then kind of keep it from the kids because they don't want to upset the kids too much. And the next day they wake up and Clay goes into he tries to go into town. But he gets like, you know when you're driving and you You don't know how you ended up where you are. Oh, all the time. He kind of does that except for he doesn't know where he is. GPS doesn't work. There's no cell service. There's nothing. So he gets super lost and he ends up being gone for a really long time and he hasn't gone anywhere. So he finds out no information that day. So and then like other stuff keeps happening. And then finally they realize like like something is happening. And it's – there's little tidbits of what's going on around the world that kind of offer foresight as – to what will happen so Mm -hmm. you know that something is happening and it kind of gives the book like almost an eerie effect like i couldn't i listened to this part so this is not a direct quote but it's similar it says amanda didn't know the man who ran the laundromat they used was in an elevator when the power grid went down and he would eventually die there oh so like it it kind of gives you like tidbits like Mm -hmm. that and then there's like was it a plane? What was that noise? Was that thunder? Like there's like the weather's being kind of weird, but like not. And it's kind of like whenever, whenever like your kid gets sick and you're like, oh my God, am I sick? Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, is this normal? What's happening? Is this how this always is? Yeah. So you're just as in the dark as the characters. It's very immersive. It's like you're there. So at times it's a little bit boring, but you'd have to think like, you know, you've been through a hurricane or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, it is kind of boring at some times. Yeah. You know, yeah. so um, you really, you start thinking about what you would do in this situation. Like the whole time I'm like, go to the fucking store. Go buy some non-perishables. Like y'all, there's five people at your house, six mm-hmm. people at your house now. Like you need Take like, care a of it. can of green beans. Right. Or something. Get some raviolis. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, you don't know how long you're going to be there. <laughs> that might be like hurricane preparedness and me coming out there. Right. Well, I think so. And then like last night I was reading it and I ate dinner and They were like, oh, everyone's like, you want to watch a movie? And I'm like, no, 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 no. I got this book. I got to finish it. Like, I'm into this book. I got to find out what happens. I knew from the page count that the story was not going to be resolved. And I really like my stories to be in a nice, neat little package. And it kind of wasn't. It just kind of ended. Oh. So it was very interesting. I could not wait to finish it. I liked it. I like listening to the narrator more than I like. She did a better job reading it than I did. So I really liked listening to her. Do you think she made the book? I think she did. She added a lot to the book. She was really good. I'm interested in reading or listening to more of her books now based on this book. I do kind of like the note that it ends on. It kind of like it says that one of the characters is going to survive. And then it kind of hints at who else would survive. So you still never know what happens. Like it just ends and you don't know what happens.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But it was really interesting. I would probably give it four stars. Oh, wow. So I really enjoyed it. But it's hard to talk about it without giving anything away. Like, you know, yeah. stuff starts happening pretty soon and you don't, I don't want to tell y'all what happens, but they're both really good books. They're they're very different, but they're both like suspense, mystery, like, thriller like type Like big thrillers. Yeah. Yeah. So I liked it. Um, the last thing I want to tell you is that we won this book, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Oh i like that cover i think it might be a special edition cover there's a couple we won that from eli hadley on instagram she is at chaos theory designs she also has an etsy shop with lots of bookish jewelry and stuff love so i was so excited i made an instagram post about it i was not having a good day and then that showed up in my mailbox and i swear i like Complete change of mood. Really? Like, yes. I was so happy to get that in the mail. It was so exciting. And that's been on my TBR list for quite some time now. Is it fantasy? It is, but it's such a popular book. I told I told Eli. I was like, I'm not sure. Like I really want to read it right now. Mm-hmm. But it's such a popular good book. I see so much about it that it'd probably be a really good one to do for the podcast.
0: Okay. So I'm not
1: sure. I'm just going to, you know, we've got a couple books that we have to read. So I'm probably going to put that one off for a little bit and then might try to work it into the podcast okay. somehow. But it's, I've heard nothing but good things. Oh, awesome. I've never seen someone be like, meh, two stars. <laughs> okay. Everybody loves it. So it's cool. Gonna be awesome. Anyway. I think that's all I've got for right now. And we're going to be back next week with Song of Achilles. I'm so excited. Mm Okay. Yep. And that's kind of how both (laughs) of us feel about it. I'm super excited. (laughs) And Misty is that straight line emoji face about it.
0: No, it's okay. It's fine. I'll work through it. It's good. It's (laughs) good. Not your
1: cup of tea, huh? Mm -hmm. It's good. (laughs) You're the only one in the world that doesn't like
0: it. Apparently I am.
1: (laughs) No, I'm sure we can find some other people. We can find like some funny... One star, two
0: star reviews. I'm like sure some, we can. somebody oh. doesn't like it. No, I know, I know. It's just such a popular book. I just, and we'll that discuss. might be why you don't
1: like it. So, you know, sometimes things get built up. Maybe. So.
0: Look, one thousand percent. And this is kind of a little sneak peek into next our next episode. I didn't know that it was about Greek mythology. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had forgotten Greek mythology,
0: despite that it's called Song of Achilles and literally has like a.
1: Well, maybe you thought it was like like a, a helmet, huh? Like maybe you thought yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, like I thought euphemism. it was. I
0: thought it was. You know, yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Yeah, and I mean, it has like a a warrior mask on the cover. Wow. Well, well, I mean, it looks beyond that, yeah. and then I read page one. I was like, oh, this is for real.
1: <laughs> oh, like I oh, a, like I need like oh, Wikipedia. Okay.
0: Which is exactly what I did. No
1: Wikipedia. I do not want to donate right now. No, look. How many how, times can you ask me? Right.
0: I want to scroll past this big blue box and get to <laughs>
1: stop scrolling. Don't scroll past. I know, like, We're terrible. Maybe you should support Wikipedia.
0: <laughs> but yes. Yeah, so we'll do, we'll talk about it. But
1: okay. In the meantime, please rate, review, and subscribe. And whatever platform you're listening to, you can find us on. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all over the place. We're pretty much talking shit at your podcast. We've
0: got a little pink symbol. So
1: you can find us. We're all over the place. We're always on. We are. We'll talk back.
0: Yep. We absolutely will. Uh Uh-huh. So,
1: all right. See you guys later.
0: Bye. Bye. Knock yourself out.